0: This is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. That sounds terrible.
1: What's up? This is the most musty WWE superstar of all time, and his lovely, gorgeous wife. Marie. And you are going in raw. What's
0: up? It's your girl Sasha. Thanks Chip legit and You are watching Going In Raw.
1: Oh baby, I like it raw. Oh baby, I like it raw. And you are tuned into Going In Raw right now. How you doing? Hey, everybody! I Steve here. And Larson. And welcome to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you're going to be listening to right here at YouTube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. And anywhere fine podcasts are available, be sure to hit that subscribe button. And, of course, the, the download or whatever it is on the iOS podcast thing. If you really want to help the show, if you really want to support, let's say you're like, you know, I'm not going to go to your Patreon. I'm not going to give you money, you beggars. Uh, then uh, if you really want to support the show in a non-financial way... Go to that iOS podcast app, leave a rating or a review, and bang, it jacks us up in the in the sports and rec category. Yeah, Uh, and we'd much appreciate it. I'm going to give a shout out, uh, not this episode, but one of the next ones. All the people who have left reviews lately. So one day I'm going to shout out the patrons. Next day I'm going to shout out the ratings and reviews. Very nice. Shout them out. Why not? Good idea. You're helping the show. You're supporting the show. I really appreciate it. Uh, we're also on the Patreon, Patreon. dot com forward slash. Oh, what is going on with that? I don't know. I was reading wrestling news and then, it, man, all sort of bright flashing colors and stuff. The virus is happening on your computer. I have no idea. Wow, that's crazy stuff. Uh, uh, Patreon, Patreon. dot com forward slash Stephen Larson. Three live streams per week recapping things. Right now, we're we're at the dollar. The dollars are in. The dollar people are post in post pay-per-view uh, raw streams for dollars and up. You watch me do my terrible Johnny Carson impression. It was awful. That's just crazy stuff. Stop, Ed. 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 How do you think? What do you think about that? Wow, that's a, that's a big jug of water you got there, Ed. I'm not gonna do it. That's so bad. Come on, do an Ed McMahon. I'm not gonna do it. We yes. have a show to do. You are correct, sir. That's terrible too. You know who my Ed McMahon is. It's just Phil Hartman doing Ed yeah, McMahon. Yeah. Oh I love them. They're great. Oh Phil Hartman was the best. He was the best. Anyways, uh we're also available at dot com forward slash going in Raw, we got some shirts. You can get this shirt
2: there, but it's not our shirt. Yeah. Look, That's our shirt. It's his bad words. Um and uh We need to sell more shirts to unlock more uh or more designs,
1: right? Yeah. Uh quick note too, uh we have a very special live event happening in Los Angeles the day of No Mercy no mercy, no mercy Day, September 24th uh, at 1 p.m. in the Nerdist Showroom at Meltdown Comics in Los Angeles there on the Sunset Strip. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to be there along with Brian Zane from Wrestling with Regret. We're going to be reviewing this really bad pilot for like, a TV show called Tag Team. Yeah, with uh, Roddy Piper and Jesse Ventura. Right, exactly. It's on YouTube. Just Google it. You can watch it beforehand. And then you can come and listen to us review it. Yeah. Um. So that should be a lot of fun. Tickets are available. The the link is in the description. I think it's at the very top of the description. It is. So check that out. That should be wow. A lot of fun. It should be a good time. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, let's talk about Raw Larson. Raw. Raw. Okay. It, here's my nutshell. I I did, I was not that impressed with you texted me and you night. called it trash. I called it garbage, but then everybody. I I put out a poll on the Twitter. And the vast majority of people said it was just okay, as opposed to usual, which is like terrible. Like a lot of people Here's usually say it's terrible. Not a lot happened,
2: but it was briskly paced. There really wasn't any boring segments. Yeah. Um, so in that regard, it wasn't great, but it also wasn't boring and it wasn't bad. So I, for the most part, enjoyed it. But I also find that if I'm actually, if I'm like doing things while watching Raw,
1: right.
2: like doing a little work or something. It enhances my enjoyment of the show.
1: So, yeah, I'm looking at the poll right here. What, wow. 1,300 votes. Wow. Wow. Uh, 61 p- 61% said it was just okay. Yeah, it was fine. Which is really good for Raw. Tops, like 21% of the people said tops, and only 18% of the people said it was crapola. I'm fully willing to admit that, hey, maybe maybe I was just off. Maybe something was wrong with me. Because I'm not going to sit here and just do you think negative it was a matter of expectations because I think we both yeah, have hope that I do. this
2: would be kind of, uh, to a slightly lesser extent, a, a, a Raw after Mania The situation. crowd
1: was. Yeah. The crowd, and I think the crowd was sort of expecting a Raw after Mania with maybe some NXT call-ups. Mm-hmm. We didn't see any of those. Nope. Um, we did see the return to Raw of John Cena, of yeah. course. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I mean... There was there was wasn't into it. they they reshuffled the deck a bit,
2: setting things up for the fall, storyline wise. Yeah. Especially with the uh, with the introduction of John Cena. Yeah. So that was good. Um, the show kicked off with Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar coming out. Heyman gloating mm-hmm. about Lesnar's victory at SummerSlam. Out comes Brawn! Didn't say a word. Yeah. Attacks Brock. Yeah, that was good. Power slams him twice. Mm-hmm. Confirmed later in the show. That's our main event for No Mercy. So now we have to go. It's Strowman versus Lesnar.
1: Oh, yeah. that no, that's fine. I, yeah, I keep on thinking in my head we're already going. But, yeah, we still have to buy tickets. We just have to buy tickets. Okay. Number one. What? Because this fascinates me. <laughs> this doesn't count out. This fascinates me. Do you think Brock likes, uh, likes Braun? I would hope so. Because, okay, here's the thing. That's how you know we're going to get a fun match, is if Brock enjoys his time there. Otherwise, yeah. it's going to be boring. Yeah. I think I, I get the impression that Brock Brock likes Braun. I have a feeling that Brock likes guys who, who like to fight. Yeah. That's, that's what he, why I think he
2: likes Joe. That's why I heard that he respects the fact that that Joe's comfortable not planning things out mm-hmm. and Joe's comfortable mixing up a little bit.
1: Yeah, sure. And
2: I think if you're willing to do that with him, he might be cool with you.
1: I think Brock also respects which Braun doesn't have, I think Brock also respects uh uh if you've got a history, if you if you've paid your dues. I think he respects that. Yeah. But uh but yeah, with Braun, it, that's interesting you say a lot. I mean, I mean that, that you've heard that because what was the disconnect with Dean Ambrose? <laughs> you think Bro- Brock looks at Dean Ambrose and says, "You weigh like a buck and Maybe you? it's You're trying the, to do the hard stuff. Oh, that could be. You think Brock doesn't? Respect- do you see that GIF I sent? I, I Oh yeah, out- the
2: guy that does the <laughs> jumps off the like the structure of a building, try to hit the guy through the table and gets <laughs> nothing.
1: <laughs> he gets a he gets a dislocated hip. That's he,
2: he probably does. shattered his elbow too. Too, I watched that like six times. <laughs>
1: yeah, I know He'd do it every single time. I go,
2: oh, and then. Um, <laughs> he just sort of well, bounces. I know it's bad. But then I, you watch enough times, like, you like you you chuckle a little bit <laughs> because of the bounce.
1: No, dude, you have to
2: because you it's such a weird. It's image. very surreal just see someone. Cause I never seen that before. Someone just overjump a table. It's very surreal. And I show it to my wife. Usually, she's not cool with that kind of stuff, but I think yeah. she saw that I was watching it repeatedly. So yeah. it can't be that bad.
1: Yeah.
2: And she kind of had the same response, like, oh, that's bad, but it's also kind of,
1: well, in a surreal
2: it, manner, kind of
1: funny. No body parts ended up where they weren't supposed to be. That we saw. So, that was kind of, well, yeah, externally. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Compound fracture or anything like that. <laughs> exactly, now. And that makes a big difference. Yes. Yeah, so there's no blood. Because, like, somebody showed us, still somebody, like, screenshotted, because I didn't watch the replay... And I barely watched, <laughs> barely watched that match in the first place. The the street fight, the Brooklyn street fight. Oh yeah. I'm like, who cares about that? But then somebody did post like a still that I happened to catch of Cass's knee in the wrong place. Yeah, it looked like.
2: Oh of, god, I it it like like heard so much. Under him a little bit.
1: Yeah, but anyways, uh, so yeah, like you said, uh, Braun and Lesnar. So then it was confirmed at some point during the show that that indeed is going to be our main event for the Universal Championship. Brock and that Lesnar should be a lot Braun of fun Strong. if
2: if. Especially the uh, the beating that Brock took at the hands of Braun is any indication. Yeah, bro- he's willing to, to do high spots with Braun. He's willing to sell for him.
1: Brock and came
2: out, and that's going to go a long way for Braun. You know, assuming he will lose a match, Braun will. But if Brock makes Braun look
1: great, yeah, it still does wonders for Braun. No, I agree. Brock uh, Brock came out. He looked like he was in a good mood last night. He did. So maybe he's enjoying his job. Maybe he knows that he's got a bigger payday on the horizon. That's probably more the case. Yeah. Anyways, uh, moving on. Next up, we had a an very, Enzo promo. Another Enzo promo. I'm just kind of check, checking
2: myself out when he comes on TV. Well, I'm just completely checked out. I'll kind of passively listen.
1: Look, man, regardless of what you, you – know, this is the blow off here. I mean, this is, Oh,
2: Enzo, I know. Whether, Enzo it it was, the blow-off match. whether it was intended to be or not, it's the off of the foreseeable future. Because, oh, well,
1: here's the thing. I don't think it was intended to be. I think this is going to go on
2: and on and yeah, on and on. Yeah, I know. Um, so, uh, towards what ended up being the end of the match, um, Cass goes for the boot. Um, Enzo moves and drops the bottom rope or top rope down. Cass falls over. Mm-hmm. Top rope tumbles to the outside. When he lands, he lands awkwardly. It Looks like his foot got kind of got cut under his body. Yeah, probably twisted up his knee a bit. Yeah, he was in obvious discomfort. Got in the ring. Was trying to walk on it. Yeah, he's having trouble. Yeah. Um, he tries the best he do- he can. Goes for an Empire elbow, he just can't do it. Mm-hmm. His knee just completely gives out. Yeah. And so the ref goes over to him, stops the match. You could tell, like, right when Cass, Cass got right back in the ring that he was talking to the ref a little bit.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: So maybe the ref was aware of the fact that something happened that wasn't supposed to. Yeah.
1: And Cass seemed obviously upset. Oh, yeah, yeah. He seemed he, super he upset. That he knew this was going to be a ways to come back from. Because that's, that's an absolute bummer. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it's not that long. I mean, look, we can crap all over the storyline, but you don't want to see a guy get hurt. I know. You know? Wow. i just say
2: that after watching that GIF a, a, a bunch of times and kind of...
1: Okay, well, here's the thing. If you're in a it's high it's school so gymnasium, How much do you think that guy was making that night? 50 uh, bucks? Yeah, 100 at most. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm, I, I do kind of draw... one. At, at that point, I'm like, no, don't do that. Oh, I know. It's so not worth it. No. Like, you're in a high school gymnasium. You're about 10 feet in the air, or 10 feet above the ground. His head was probably around 20 feet above the ground. Because it looked like, there, dude, there were two lengths of him, like of him. And if he's a, let's say he's like feet. No, I'm saying is is that 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 uh
2: structure he or the support he was yeah. on looked like it was in line with a basketball hoop.
1: Yeah, yeah. So that just was around ten, 10 feet. feet. So he's about his head's about sixteen feet up there. Yeah. Okay. That's a long ways oh, to go. Down. <laughs> and you just you just you don't do that. No, you don't do
2: that. But regardless of, you know, if, if I might have chuckled during that joke because I watched it so many times. Oh, yeah. Uh, and plus, I, you don't see... It's, it's still not fun. It's not fun seeing someone get hurt. Yeah, It's, it's no. not fun. No. It's the surreal image. That's why I chuckled. <laughs> I don't want to see anybody get hurt. I don't, I don't laugh at people's pain. <laughs> it's,
1: it's, 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 you know, sometimes surreal sights like that are just funny. I know.
2: Anyways. So anyways, hopefully uh, I read online that Cass was scheduled for MRI today. Hopefully, uh, uh, no uh, no severe... Knee damage. Yeah. But uh, based on his reaction, mm. I'm guessing he knew something bad had he happened was, in his knee. Yeah,
1: not good. Uh, next up, we had Emma and Dana Brooke backstage. Uh, real quick side note here. Apparently, Dana Brooke's boyfriend uh, passed away yesterday. He, he choked on he choked on his meal, apparently, while he was eating alone, and he died. That's horrible. That's horrific. Yeah, he was found right. last night. So that's our hearts really and thoughts bad. go out to Dana Brooke, mm-hmm. man. We, we really like her. Like, you know, she's... I feel I, I always I always get the feeling that like Dana Brooke is uh, like a hard worker who really mm-hmm. wants to do good, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Doesn't come off like a diva, if you will. No, 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 no. Um, and
2: uh, especially on uh, Breaking Ground.
1: Yeah, yeah, totally, yeah. And so this is, I mean, this is freaking devastating yeah. right now. So man, that's I couldn't imagine what she's going through right now. It's pretty awful. Um, but uh, so yeah. Uh, so yeah, Emma was back there with her and Emma was uh, once again complaining about or making excuses basically Yeah. saying, you know, if, if only the, the cards had been stacked differently, I would be the women's raw champion right now because I would have taken on Sasha, uh, Alexa bliss yeah. and I would have won. And once
2: again, Dana said, but you tapped out.
1: Yeah. And she was ripping Nia Jax and then Nia Jax rolls up behind her and, uh, and was like, how long were you sitting there? And Nia Jax is a while. She's like, Oh, Oh no. And then, uh, and then that led to a match between the two of them. And Nia Jax, of course, destroyed completely, her. completely destroyed her. Nia Jax went over with a Samoan jo- uh, Samoan drop. Yes. Um, next up, ladies and gentlemen, Elias. Did you enjoy his song last night? <laughs> I did, I did, because he started he started to sing our truth song, and he said, "Ha ha, just kidding." Now for some real music.
2: There's a couple times that you could tell it was really hard for him to contain a smile. He
1: was trying to hold it back <laughs> so much. I know. Oh, he's the best. Um, so, anyways, his uh, his eventual song was uh, was interrupted by Our Truth, who comes down and uh, Elias picks up a win. I, I swear, the bell the bell rang. I went to the kitchen to grab something. And while I was in the kitchen, I heard, uh, there's his drift away. And I looked back and... It was very short. Man, here's, here's the thing I love. This happened a couple times during the night. They have found such a good match of Corey Graves, Michael Cole, and Booker T, who I feel Booker T sort of gives the least number of Fs, and so... He's kind of the catalyst for a lot of their laughter. Yeah, and I'm so glad that they never brought back David Otunga because he wouldn't be that. Yeah, Booker T lightens the mood so much. It's at, it was this and while they were while they were trying to seriously plug that Bruce Lee movie. Yeah, like Booker T kept on going like this, sort of making light of it, and Corey Graves and Michael Cole both just trying not to laugh. And it was during this as well. That Booker T, I love this dynamic. That Booker T and Michael Cole pay oh, so much respect to they Elias. They love Elias. They love Elias and his, and they give so much credit to his musical ability. Yeah, and it just infuriates Corey Graves. It's so much fun to watch these really guys is. work. It really is. It like really you think is. Like,
2: because in NXT, like Corey would talk trash about about Samson, mm-hmm. but Tom Phillips would just kind of react whatever uh, Corey was saying, but yeah. not necessarily stand up for Elias,
1: because Elias was the heel. Right, exactly, yeah. But I, lo- I love that Michael Cole, who seems to have all the power uh, in terms of WWE commentary these days, um, he's not afraid, like he doesn't feel the need to play it super seriously. I know. They can have some fun with their job, and that just makes it fun for viewers at home. Uh, next up, uh, Kurt Angle came down to drop a promo. Saying there's a, a new superstar here on Raw and for the first time in over a year. The prototype. John Cena is back. He said, what's your name? And he said, John Cena. Ruthless aggression. Yeah. Now that's when he first came in. Yes. Uh, so uh, John
2: Cena comes out, drops a promo saying that he's here on Raw. He likes SmackDown well enough.
1: He took off his hat. <laughs> he's got John just does not for a guy who's who according to T V, like the total bells or whatever it is, which I know that's a, totally an over exaggeration of oh, what John yeah. Cena is. But for a guy who seems so disciplined and regimented and serious about his work, he is completely, I'm not gonna say checked out. That's not the right word. No, like we said earlier, there's no pressure on him, just go out and have a good time. Yeah, I think it's like to a ridiculous degree at this point. Though. Yeah. It's like poofy hair he hasn't got his well, hair cut in I wonder if he's grown his hair off for a movie. That's why. How, I mean, like, how long can he grow? Like, what does he really need to do to grow it out? To, like, maybe he needs Elias Samson type long hair. Oh, that'd be interesting. Um, so he comes
2: out and says, Smackdown's fine. I enjoyed my time there. But I'm here on Raw because there's one man that I want to face. Yeah. Cue Roman
1: Reigns' music. Mm-hmm.
2: He comes down the ring. Mm-hmm. Cena says, Hmm, look at that. Just the man I was talking about. They start talking. Miz comes out once again. heal that makes good points.
1: Yeah, it's funny because the crowd was so into the Miz. Uh, they were really into the Miz, and the Miz was. I feel like the Miz was alternating between trying to trying to heal in the crowd at the same time not doing that. So I don't know where he stood on that. But people loved the Miz. It was they really popped when he said, "I've been doing this for twelve damn years. I deserve some respect." And that's when they really popped and said, you deserve it, you know, mm-hmm. give him mm-hmm. his moment or whatever it was that he was demanding. Um, so it was kind of like a, the, the WrestleMania and the lead up to WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah, a yeah. yeah. Bit. People are really just, they're appreciating The Miz too much to really let him get under their skin.
2: Yeah. He's just so good on the mic. Yeah. You have to appreciate it. So Cena challenged The Miz to a tag team match. Cena and Reigns mm-hmm. against Miz and a partner of his choosing. Yeah. Of course. Samoa Joe comes out, mm-hmm. he tells them, is, you know, your partner's not going to be Bo Dallas, yeah, or Chris Axel. Its going to be me, It's going to be me, it's be Joe." So we have this interesting uh storyline brewing around the Intercontinental title.: Yes, which is interesting. they're kind of well, emulating okay. they're kind of emulating what they did with the Universal title, having probably a couple narrative threads going intersecting around the title we'll see what happens with
1: it well let me ask you how do you think because I think that the Miz holding the Intercontinental Championship is incidental to what's going on because I don't think Samoa Joe John Cena Roman Reigns I don't think any of them are going to be in it maybe Samoa Joe Do you think they're going to be in a program for the Intercontinental Championship not so, directly
2: yeah I don't think if Cena's so. never won the Intercontinental Championship there's always a chance they'll put it on them just
1: you really think so
2: if not no other reason than to transition
1: away from Miz to say Joe. Maybe. I don't know. I feel like everybody in the ring, including the Miz, they're kind of above the Intercontinental oh, yeah. Championship. I mean, Miz I mean is, especially the fact that
2: the Intercontinental title wasn't defended at SummerSlam.
1: Yeah, Miz is sort of the IC Championship at this point. Hmm. Um, but I'm not sure that's going to be... I, I'm not sure I want that to happen, but, I mean, you know, I don't know, Cena with a title again, yeah, he'll be fine, whatever. Um but i just liked it the miz i mean the miz seems just bigger than it now also yeah, yeah. So. um so yeah that led to i like i love the moment between it was the mark out moment when uh joe joe and cena finally oh that was
2: great cuz joe looks and at cena in, in size yeah like he was reflecting on the past seventeen years, because they were in uh, right, WWE exactly. developmental the together. Paths that both their their took, took really yeah. divergent
1: paths. Absolutely. Ultimately,
2: for them to meet you in know. the WWE ring, you know, fifteen years later, mm-hmm.
1: and that was all in his face. Yeah, and it was great. No, it was good. It was. And really then good. he punches him. Yeah. Yeah, he just yeah he just walks up to him and yeah just starts beating on him. It was fantastic. So yeah, that it was, was the best. good. I mean, it, it it did illustrate. I'll say this: it did illustrate that Cena has. I mean, you know, the brand split is what a year and a half old now.
2: Um, a little bit more in a year, but okay. a month.
1: Okay. Oh yeah, because it was Summerslam. It was right, last July. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Cena's got fresh matchups, thanks to NXT call-ups, thanks to a number of things, thanks to you know uh, shifting of you know certain career paths like Roman Reigns. Yeah. Um. Cena has some some you can call them kind of dream matchups over there on Raw waiting for him. Oh yeah,
2: you got him and Joe, him and Reigns, him
1: and Braun mm-hmm. potentially. So uh, there's a lot to work with there. That's probably the main reason why Cena uh, came over to Raw. There really wasn't left in for anything for him to do on SmackDown. Nakamura's sort of holding the fort in that kind of role there. Yeah. Um, he'll get that title. No, he'll I know. He'll get the title. He'll get the
2: title. No, I know he will.
1: Um, so, yeah, that was fun. That led to, uh, I don't know, did we mention that led to the main event? Did you mention that already? Led to the main event. Okay, led to the main event. Cena, yeah, Cena just adopts Roman Reigns as a partner. I know. And he says, me and Roman Reigns. And Roman Reigns goes, I kind of appreciate that sort of Roman Reigns, his his heel turn if you will, his gimmick is just sort of like being, uh, uh, I feel like he's just kind of put out, yeah put out, thank you, that's the word, I was going to go with the exacerbated but it's not really that, but just put out, like his look is always this,
2: I feel like that he too easily uh, kind of Dressed into the background of a lot of segments, though. He
1: does.
2: He it's he, really easy for him he to really just does. disappear.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. Even during the, the Fatal Forward match, I mean, apart from the spots that were obviously booked to prominently feature him, mm-hmm. he just fades into the background. But
1: the thing is, he's always that guy who, when he does, I mean, you could say that he's the guy that. He, you're right, he fades in the background. But he's always looming there. No, you know I, know. What I
2: mean, I know, but he he doesn't command the ring. He doesn't command your that's attention. That's what I'm saying. That's true. Like when Joe's in the ring, mm-hmm. you pay attention. Yep. When Braun's in the ring, you pay attention. When Brock's in the ring, you pay attention. Yeah. And I think the reason you would pay attention to Reigns is because we've been kind of, you know, we we've, we've been told essentially this is the guy you have to pay attention to. Well, we've been conditioned to understand yes, that's that what he's, he's going to win condition. no matter what. Yes, yeah. conditioned. Yeah. Uh, next, we had a eight man cruiserweight match. You know, normally when they stick these multi man cruiserweight tag matches on the show, mm-hmm.
1: it's kind of dull.
2: Yeah, this was actually a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, it was a fun match. I, I mean, I did. I am speaking talking about conditioned because of how many people were involved here. I kind of checked out. I, it was. It's a fun match. It's a I fun like match. everybody in the
2: match. but I mean, that helps to to, to pay attention. I yeah. think. I think
1: Maybe he has some cool stuff. Yeah. Maybe
2: subconsciously on. with the title change last week on Raw. It made me feel like, oh, maybe something of significance can happen in the cruiseweight division mm-hmm. on Raw. Yeah. So it's worth paying attention. It was worth paying attention just because of that lumbar check.
1: Oh my gosh. Tony Neese Nees? told that? Yeah. that marvelously. Oh yeah, it was great. No, I like all these guys. I like two oh five live. I just I I'm still not there. I know the title change hands on Raw, but I'm like, you know what? I'll watch two oh five live for two oh five live. And that's because I know that's where the stuff happens. Oh, I know. You know? They,
2: they do need to do a better job of advancing story on Raw mm-hmm, instead yeah. of just having showcase matches. Yeah,
1: showcase matches.
2: Um, next, Neville interview. Neville is magnificent.
1: Neville is the man. He is the best. He might be doing the best character work in all WWE right now. No, I agree with that. I agree with that. Be Definitely on the main roster. And uh, also, you know what helps that is the fact that he sticks to kayfabe uh, outside of programming. Which certainly doesn't hurt. No, I agree. Um, anyways, he was uh, talking crap about uh, Tozawa, and what did he call Titus O'Neil? Uh, a parasite. Was <laughs> it like a flesh-eating eating par- yeah. parasite or something <laughs> like that? Yeah, Titus O'Neil. And then uh, speaking of which, Titus O'Neil and Akira Tazawa, show up, and they essentially say, we've got one word for you, and that's rematch. Yep, that's
2: happening on 205 Live. Yep, this that's week. What, that should be fun. That'll be a lot of fun. What's your prediction on that? Uh, Neville retains. Yeah, I think Neville retains. They were really talking up Cedric Alexander during the Cruiserweight match. Mm. So he might be next in line. All
1: right, all right.
2: Next, um, Kurt Angle's backstage on his phone. Jason Jordan comes in, and Jason Jordan says that uh, he wants he wants a challenge, so he wants Finn Balor.
1: Kurt Angle does. He so says, he does not want any favoritism, any preferential treatment? Well, then Kurt Angle should have said no. No, then. Why no? <laughs> Sorry. Look at your win-loss record. <laughs> <laughs> Always go back to because Kurt Angle did the same heavy sigh. Ooh man, ooh, I don't know how this is going to look. Yeah, are they trying to bury Jason Jordan? Is that the point of this? Are they seeing? Are they are they experimenting with how deep they can bury somebody? No, I what, <laughs> there was
2: there a, a, a a moment in the Finn Balor match that I think might serve as a very subtle pivot. Okay, we'll get to it when we talk about. Or we're going to talk about now. No, we'll wait till the match because I want to talk about beach balls. Okay. Next, Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose promo. Um, yeah, this
1: is fun. This yeah, is fun. it was all right. Yeah, they're, they're they're nerds. That's what that's what it is. They're nerds. They are. <laughs> it feels like old times, you know. They're they're too They're they're nerds. They're they're nostalgic already. <laughs> that's there! what they are. <laughs> They're a nostalgia act. You're so right about that. And, and how they
2: get the <laughs> crowd to pop more, toss it another nostalgia act because the Hardy boys come out and, and Seth Rollins says, Hardy's him to a match because they want yeah. the tag titles back and Seth says something like, you know, we grew up watching you two mm-hmm. innovate. Mm-hmm. Like, wow, this is just all nostalgia going it's on really in the ring yeah. right now. The shield nostalgia. Yeah. the of nostalgia. Yeah. Nostalgia across the board. Yeah, it was great. And maybe that's why I wasn't too into it. The match was good. It was a lot of fun. It was a really, really
1: long match, too. And they, they
2: gave these guys a million years. If they give Seth and Dean 15 minutes for all their matches, it'll be delightful. Imagine how good of a match wonderful. Seth and Dean will put on against the Revival. Oh, I know. Just the interplay between both those teams yeah. would be fantastic. If the revival can stay healthy, (laughs) while these two are still a team, it will be magnificent.
1: Um, Okay, so we're still on, uh, I guess this is a non-news thing, but uh, we're on uh, uh, broken IP gimmick watch Mm -hmm. 2017 still, which apparently is dead in the water. But But Matt uh, did say, ah,
0: yeah!
1: Yes! Corey Graves used the word obsolete. The crowd was totally into the delete and obsolete chants. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know what they're gonna do with that. I don't either. Uh, but no, like you said, super fun match. Again, I whenever I watch a Hardy Boys match, I always think to myself, how does Jeff Hardy still take the bumps that he takes? Because I know man, he rag dolls himself. Jeff Hardy seemed really geeked to be in the ring too. Like yeah. when he was when they were doing the promo stuff at the beginning, uh, the friendly competition thing. Jeff Hardy was talking a lot, and he was really like very comfortable. Yeah, very comfortable. Very energetic. Yeah. Usually he kind of broods a little bit.
2: Yeah, no, he seems to be really enjoying his his most recent stint. Yeah, he does. He does. And and the Hardy boys alluded to their own uh uh, uh problems getting yes. along as brothers. Yeah. Their previous feuds. Wonderful. Um, but anyways, uh, of course the tag champions retained. hmm I guess their finisher is just going to be both them doing their finishers. Yes. Rollins does his ripcord knee thing. Yeah. Followed by dirty deeds. Rollins pins Jeff. I would really like to see them come up with some sort of joint. That'd be fun. Team finisher. Imagine if they had done... They can't do this. Ambrose gets someone Dirty Deeds. Okay. Ronald goes for a curb
1: stomp. Curdy, curb stomp. Oh, man. They should do that. They, they can't should totally do, do that. That'd be great. Oh, I love that. It's a great idea, though. Next. That's why 2K needs to create your own finishers. Create your own tag finishers. Are you kidding me? That'd be that'd great. Be fantastic. That'd be fantastic. Next. Ms. backstage. Uh, talking strategy. Mm-hmm. Samoa Joe says, no. No. My way. That's how idea. we're going to do it. Yeah, exactly. And everybody sort of bows to his alpha maleness. And they say, he says, cool, cool. And then Miz taps him on his shoulder and he goes, Miz is Joe's great. the best. <laughs> <laughs> Miz is we, great.
2: We can agree on both is of those great. things. Joe is the we best. We can agree on both of those things. Next, Sasha Banks comes out to the ring, drops a promo mm-hmm. saying that her uh, Brooklyn curse has been broken. Yes. She finally scored a win in Brooklyn. Correct. Alexa Bliss comes out. She wants a rematch.
1: Apparently that's happening at No Mercy too. She says, Sasha, you have a hard time keeping your. Uh, no, the rematch is happening next week. Oh, that's right. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, she says you have a hard time keeping your uh Belt. defending your belts. Yep. keeping the belts once you win it. Mm-hmm. So that's gonna happen. We'll see if we'll see if Alexa Bliss works on that a uh, lost face or yeah. win face,
2: depending. Yeah, but right. I that imagine
1: was it's gonna be another lost face.
2: So telegraphed. Yeah. Uh, next, Jason Jordan versus Finn Balor. Here's the Finn thing: they are in the spot. I wouldn't have noticed it, but they replayed it after the commercial break where Jason Jordan goes to shake Finn's hand and Finn just hits him.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: And after that, Jason Jordan seemed like, okay, well, I'm not going to be the nice guy anymore. It's like that, is it? Yeah. yeah. So maybe that's just a little subtle pivot in his character.
0: I, I hope happened, so. I know. We'll see what happens. Because we
1: see, like, I just, when he, actually, when he actually came out for the match. And you just look at the crowd. The crowd just, you know, at times been like fever pitch. And they were just sitting there as if a ghost, like as if you can't see anything that's in there. Well, they kind of
2: acted like they got their goddamn beach balls out and started playing with beach balls instead of paying attention to a Finn Balor match. Finn Balor. Yeah, but everybody knew the
1: outcome.
2: It was a good match, though. It was a good match.
1: match. Yeah, Jason Jordan's good. He's a really good wrestler.
2: Say what you will about his character work. That's not entirely his fault, I don't think, because creative doesn't know what to do with him. He always delivers in the ring. Do you think they don't know what to do with him, or do you think they're doing exactly what they want to do with him? Okay, maybe they don't know what to do with him, but, or, or it's either that or what they're doing with them isn't the course they should be taking. I just don't know what they're doing with them.
1: I'm very confused by this. You had, like, a really hot story, kind of, and then a big reveal, and then... That was
2: anticlimactic to a degree.
1: Yeah, totally. It was. It was... I'm not going to say confusing, but it was just like, well...
2: Well, the way they set it up, it, you know, it made, it, it, they set up as if it was going to, like, completely shake Kurt, Ang- Kurt Angle's world. Yeah, I know. And it wasn't that. I know. That's what... I meant by anticlimactic, that's what it was. Yeah. So... So
1: they got out the beach balls.
2: Yeah. Just stop with the beach balls already. Just stop. Okay. You can, you can play with beach balls if you want. Go to the beach and play with your beach balls.
1: Who wants to do that? It's, like, probably cold outside out there on the East Coast, man.
2: Not necessarily. Yeah. Stop with the beach balls. It's such a distraction. And and when WWE shows people playing with the beach balls in the crowd, it eggs them on. They're going to oh, do it more. it's going to make it worse because everybody wants to bring their beach ball and play with it in the crowd so they can get on TV. Yeah, I know. So they can take over the show. Let me ask Just you something.
1: Stop them. Let me ask you something. What do you like worse? What do you dislike more? Beach balls or the people in the audience that? spend the entire show trying to get everybody to chant what they want to chant. Cause that bugs me more.
2: I think the beach balls infuriate. Because me more.
1: here's the thing about the beach ball. If I'm sitting there, right. And I got like my beer and I got my hot dog and I got the popcorn ready to go. And I know Lacey's on way with nachos. Um, and then like the beach ball thing happens and it comes near me and I'm like, Oh, we're going to protect my crap here. And then the beach ball goes away. It's the second. If idiot, is sitting, is sitting next to me. Well, I think that's and part of it. And he's standing there. Hey, everybody! Chant what I want you to chant! Let's chant something clever that I just thought of because I'm funny, everybody! Look at me! I think that's part of it is the proximity. Oh! See,
2: if I'm... If I'm I would be raised If I'm sitting near a person like that, that'd probably bother me more. But if there's a beach ball in that arena, it's going to irritate me. Yeah. Because it's going to be a distraction. I didn't pay... See, I know you say people pay their money. They should be able to do what they want in terms of playing with beach balls and stuff. I pay money to go into the arena and watch wrestling. I don't want to be distracted by beach balls.
1: I'll ball. put it here. I'll, I'll put it this way. I'm, uh, I'm not a fan of the beach ball. We're going to debate like the, the, the lines that fans shouldn't be crossing on Friday on our debate show because uh, we do differ in that. But the beach ball doesn't bother me as much as even if it's not right next to me, Seeing idiot over there doing that, understanding that he is ruining the experience of the one, two, three, four, five or so people directly around. Him. If he's in front of me, or if, if I see him and he's blocking the view of somebody because he wants everybody to chant, or there's somebody next to him, or they have like, God forbid, you know, they have their poor kids next to him. Oh, that's the, that's the worst. Well, that's just someone nearby
2: I say, excuse me, you're... you're. Know, you're ruining right. our experience here. We yeah. paid a ticket just as you did. Yeah. Please be more
1: considerate. But nobody should have to do no, that I awkward. Here's person. the thing
2: about the beach balls. Though. Because
1: the beach ball doesn't make you do that. The beach ball.
2: It doesn't. But if, if, here's the thing. Here's 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 why I think, in a sense, the beach ball is worse. Because say you're sitting near there's that. We're having person. our debate show now. I know. Say you're sitting near that person. Yeah. For the most part, you would hope that's an isolated thing. That's mm-hmm. this one person. Whereas you could be sitting across the arena, enjoying, trying to enjoy the show, realizing there's beach ball business going on. And then, two minutes later, it's right on top of you. Yeah. The, the, the area of distraction of the beach ball is far greater than one no. yes. of
1: Because you're one little drop in a giant bucket of potential little
2: tiny beach balls. But if I'm sitting across the arena from some guy who's trying to start a bunch of chants, that's not a... a oh, a, see, here's, here's the, the thing. That's not going to bother me. It's, it's
1: the difference between you and I because I focus on stuff like that. I'm like, oh, my God, I hate that guy. Like, that to me, my rage and hatred being directed towards that idiot... I mean, that's a bigger distraction than, than the beach ball making the round. Can't stand the beach ball. <laughs> <laughs> can't stand it. Uh, good debate we just had there. That's a preview of what you can... I think that's the whole debate we're, yeah, we're going to do on Friday. It's done. it's done.
2: Sorry, it was, it was on my mind. No, it's good. It's, I, 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 that's a position I I hold with great passion. Yeah. I don't like the beach balls. Yeah. Stop with the beach balls, please. Yeah. Main event was next. Reigns and Cena against Miz and Samoa
1: Joe. Of course the beach balls were out. Camera showed it. Cena was encouraging. Cena was egging him on. And then after the show, uh, apparently he got on the mic and said, uh, I'm totally fine with what everybody did today because it's all in good fun. It's all in good fun. Speech ball. It's all in
2: good fun. It's a distraction. It's the Miz, the heel that makes good points, but telling the, the crowd to stop. Good point. Yeah, Miz. but
1: do you think he was really telling them to stop? Or Should do you think been. he was healing them up? trying Should to get them to stop because it's distraction. Yeah, maybe. Really uh, anyways, uh, fun match regardless, and it had a really cool finish where uh, Joe, Joe was choking out Cena in the coquina clutch, and Roman went for the Superman punch on Joe, and Joe and ended up landing it on Cena. Yeah, Joe got out of the way, so then Joe tosses Roman out of the ring,
2: goes to do a suicide dive on him, mm. eats a punch to the face. Yeah, that was fun. Miz, seeing that Cena's laid up from the coquina clutch, a approaches punch. him. Goes for the uh, skull crushing finale. finale. Of course, Cena reverses it. Hits the AA. Mm-hmm. One AA
1: wins. Well, yeah, that's why Miz Miz is not fighting for the Universal Championship anytime soon.
2: It's it's, it's a meaningless match for Miz. Yeah, exactly. So if
1: he can just lay down for one AA. Yeah, that's not a big deal. Um, although you would think that Cena and Miz go back far because I think Cena probably likes Miz. Yeah, I think so. I mean, he probably has or respect at least for, for Miz. Them, yeah, yeah. I think he's fine with Miz. It would have been nice if Cena did the double AA thing. Or an a top rope. An extra bit of respect for Miz. Yeah, one, yeah, yeah. Hit one AA, do, do the rollover, pick him up, another AA. That would have been nice. That's
2: always an impressive sight, too. Yeah. Anyways, let's,
1: ask, let's answer, answer some questions some please. questions from people that have asked questions on the Patreon. Yes. Patreon.com forward slash Steve and Larson. Uh, here we go. Eddie
2: Jose Guevara Menevar. Uh, Hey, friendos, would you guys have liked a fatal four-way for the Intercontinental title instead of a tag team match? That's what I thought was going to happen when Joe first came out and interrupted the Miz, Roman, and Cena segment. I feel it would have elevated the title since it wasn't defended at SummerSlam.
1: Uh, Jason the Cabbie here has a good response to this. He says, "Good thought, that Creative Slash Vince sees all those guys except for Miz and uh, and the Mister Raj as too big for the IC title." I kind of agree with that. I liked when I liked when they were trying to establish in the Raw after mm, no, the Raw after Payback. What was the Raw we went to? The Raw hmm. after Payback. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. When they were trying to establish the Intercontinental Championship That's as the top belt. Yeah. As as the top day to day belt, sorry, the top day to day belt, on par with the U.S. title over there on SmackDown, like with AJ and Kevin Owens and all those guys, you had Seth, Finn, and Dean and The Miz all in the mix for the IC title. I think that would have been. I like that better than like Smojo, who's just coming up the Universal Championship, John Cena, who's mega star guy, yeah, and then uh. uh Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns, who's also being groomed for the universal. title. That Champions.
2: said, I would not be surprised if if Cena picks up the, the intercontinental title because he hasn't won it yet. No, no. Uh, we'll
1: and see. then
2: uh, drops it to Joe.
1: Yeah, Dom the Man Hilberg. Uh, Cena's on RAW, but he's not inserting himself in the universal title picture. Are they about to put the IC title on him to make him a grand slam champ before he leaves for Hollywood? Potentially, maybe. Do you want? Do you want to see that?
2: If it means Joe gets the belt,
1: yes. Joe is already above belt, though. But if
2: after No Mercy, yeah, I'm assuming, he can make the belt. I'm bigger. assuming Lesnar's going to be going away till SummerSlam, so that's yeah. a couple months. Yeah, they need a very strong top day-to-day champion. Yeah. Not to say the Miz isn't, but giving Joe the opportunity would be pretty cool. Hamza Halal is Oscar's injury the perfect way for them to take the belt off her without having her lose and then move on her to Maine. You say no?
1: Um, yeah, no. I say I say no. I say no. I say the the title like stripping her of the title because she's injured is I think it's the wrong way to go you that, that that's not the way you take the belt off of Oscar um,
2: apparently a father and son were kicked out of the arena last night for using the beach balls
0: ah I'm not saying it go. go that
2: far just tell them
1: to stop using it
2: yeah you have to kick them
1: out ah oh, father and son yeah. Have to kick him out. I hope it was a guy in his like sixties, and then his sons in his thirties, as opposed to like a guy. in There's a video yeah. on WrestleZone. I'm not saying throw people out; just take the ball away. Yeah.
2: Uh, Anyways, uh, I, I, I like I like when we mentioned the Daily
1: Show today. Oh, interim, interim champion, and yeah. then when Oscar
2: yeah. comes back, have a match to determine the true NXT Women's champion, real champion. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, Discord Club leader Adam Fella says, I expected some kind of NXT call-up this episode, so who would you call up for this post-SummerSlam Raw? Who would have you called up? Authors of Pain. Mm-hmm. Authors of Pain. Mm-hmm. Build them up for a bit to feud mm-hmm. with uh, Ambrose and Rollins. Yeah, sure. I think that would have been pretty good. Them and, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, Authors of Pain. I think that's it. Yeah, pretty much. Because I, uh,
2: I don't want to see a whole lot of...
1: I don't want like it. No, maybe like really one,
2: like one maybe two per show at most.
1: Like I'd like to see Bobby Rude tonight mm-hmm. and uh, the iconic duo mm-hmm. put them on SmackDown mm-hmm. right now. Why not? Um, let's let's ask this question uh, from uh, Robert Chacon, the Steve Club Mark it says Beach Ball Mania made a sequel appearance during the main event. What some what are some things some other things that the crowd does that downright pisses you off besides what we've already mentioned? Is there what chance?
2: Else? I'm tired of what chance. Oh, oh yeah, what chance.
1: yeah, inappropriate what chance? The only time you should do those is with McMahon's, mm-hmm. and even then it should be CM Punk chants. Mm-hmm. Yes,
2: Pizza Overlord Enos butts the fourth. Hey, friendos, the crowd was super vocal tonight, positively for Braun and Miz, and negatively for Cena and Reigns. Which reactions are more impactful, do you believe?
1: I'd say the positive ones for Braun because they're really showing the higher ups. They're showing Vince that people love Braun. Yes. People want Braun.
2: Put the belt on him. Mayor of Planet Houston, who is the face and heel between Roman and Cena, and where does Samoa Joe go from here? Also, is The Miz the best? Could he be one of the most over guys soon
1: if they let him? Well, hold on. Miz is great.
2: Joe Joe is is the the best.
1: best, right. We agree on that one. Joe is the best. Uh, who is the? Fa- they both kind of exist. Well, according to the crowd, they both suck. But that's a, that's a different crowd. Yeah.
2: On a week to week basis. I feel like Cena's gonna be the face. Roman's gonna be the heel.
1: Yeah, I, I get that. I get that idea too. Because Cena can play with the crowd a lot more. Yeah. Cena can play with the crowd. Roman cannot. Yes. Samoa Joe Raleigh. Uh, how many birds do you think Strowman could house comfortably in his beard? I like this. This might be the most upvoted question I've ever seen. Five. Ten, ten upvotes. Five, I think. Five small birds, yeah. Like one giant. Like one condor? Like <laughs> Condor. That was a good one. That was funny. Oh right, here we go. Josh Gunson. First time patron. He says, I had a heated discussion with a friend about the most important days in the WWE calendar, and he gave his power ranking of it. Oh, uh, He said, number one, Mania. Mm-hmm. Number two, Rumble. Number three, Raw after Mania. Number four, SummerSlam. And number five, Money in the Bank. He says he thinks otherwise. I'm kind of curious what his friend thinks because... That's pretty good. This is pretty good.
2: Yeah, I don't know if I necessarily disagree with that. Mania is the most important. Rumble's second most. Raw after Mania, they made to be fairly important because that's when they do some shakeups. Yeah. And kind of, you know, really hit the reset on some storylines. Mm hmm. And then SummerSlam, mm-hmm. which is supposed to be the WrestleMania of the summer. Mm hmm. I mean, you could argue that Money in the Bank maybe mm-hmm. doesn't belong in the top five, but
1: that's still not a bad one. Yeah, no, but what would be number five? I don't know. What's bigger, Money in the Bank or, uh, uh, raw after SummerSlam.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, this year Money in the
1: Bank. Although the yeah you know, the SmackDown after Manium. Um, oh yeah. I mean, yeah, Money in the Bank, especially now, especially now that both titles mm-hmm. could see a shakeup mm-hmm. of sorts. Mm-hmm. I'd say Money in the Bank. I mean, yeah. I, I can't think of another number five. Yeah, I can't either.
2: If we're if we're just strictly sticking to the WWE calendar, mm-hmm. if not NXT TakeOver Brooklyn number five.
1: How about January 4th, Tokyo Dome?
2: Yeah. The Nightcrawler. Hey, guys. My question is about Bray Wyatt. I listen to a lot of other podcasts, and all of them at this point have soured on him, mostly because his promos at this point are just rambling and matches are always average at best. So My question is, why do you guys still like him? By the way, Larson is completely right. Bray would go to GFW. Rusev is a far better fit in New Japan. Um, why do we still like him? Because we see the potential. At least, speaking personally, I still see the potential in him. He's a money-making machine, if they book him correctly. Let me ask you this, though.
1: Did you miss him at Raw last night?
2: I was was surprised he didn't make an appearance. Yeah. That's, That's not to say I missed him, per se, but I was surprised he wasn't there.
1: But as a way, I'm not sour on him. I'm not sitting here saying, you know, oh, screw Bray. I don't want to yeah, see yeah, Bray yeah. ever again. He's, nobody can ever take seriously Bray Wide again because that's BS. It's not true. Like, he could easily win the Universal title tomorrow and everybody would be totally back on board with mm-hmm. that people at pop. That's always going to be his thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm never going to say that. That being said, it's been a while since I've really cared about what they're doing with him. Yeah. That so, I don't agree with hundred percent. So I mean I don't know. Maybe
2: Sourby might have become a bit more disinterested.
1: Yeah. Because they don't they don't do anything with it. No. Ty Dingleberry. Hey
2: friendos, power rank new names for the Superman punch if for some reason WWE lost the right to use
1: Superman. So D C went to WWE. said he, he says, says can't use it. Can't do that no more. Um
2: The Range Maker. <laughs>
1: I, you can't be that
2: a couple more Uh, let's see here Uh, James Rodriguez do you think Seth and Dean will last long enough to get their own name theme combo like Seamus and Cesaro did or will they end as quickly as they began like Y2AJ neither they're so popular as single stars people show up I guess to hear their themes see their finishers but that that's just how it's going to be. I
1: think it's both. I think they're going to last a while with these titles, and they're going to keep separate entrances. Yes. I don't think they're ever going to get their dual music. No, I don't think that's never going to happen. Um, they could maybe do some weird mashup, but no, they're going to do.
2: No, I think it'll be like what they did last night, where they play a few bars. Yeah, and right, right, of right, 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 right. Because that's what they Spade do with famous Cesaro. Yeah, yeah. But so they actually have an intro that's got some qu- choreography to it, you know. Mm-hmm. Whereas Dean walked out, Rollins walked out, they walked three. So Ambrose put, didn't do as usual. Okay, so
1: no, I think what they're going to do. Did they do this last night? Or am I just imagining this? The first person is going to walk out and go like this. They didn't do that. The second person is going to walk was no out. System. They're going to link up, I and that's think. when they're going to go. That's what they're going to That's my prediction. Um, One more. Oh, you're we'll okay. Okay. JT. If Samoa Joe told you, Steve, that Larson is not hosting with you, he will now be your partner, would you stand up for Larson? Wait, sorry, sorry again, sorry. Samoa Joe comes up to me and says, Larson's not hosting with you, I'm hosting
2: with you. Oh, take that deal.
1: Now I'm going in. I'm early. telling you
2: to take that deal. Yeah,
1: That's right. Samoa Joe, he's the best. Yeah. Yeah, I know, but I like our dynamic. I'm not sure I'll have the same dynamic with Samoa Joe. I don't know, man. If it's in character Samoa Joe, I'm not sure I'd want to take that take deal. Take that deal.
2: You'll get a, a, a
1: view pop because it's Samoa Joe, yeah, people love Samoa Joe. take that deal Oh, we'll get the view pop and then I'll just like once it starts to once people get used to it now I want you back, you're going to sort them. I'll just start farting I'll just eat a lot of onions beforehand I'll just sort of be like and I'll be like, "Are you farting over there? It's
2: gross, man.
1: Sorry, one more
2: question. This will be interesting. Colin, using only currently signed WWE talent, so no one rumored to have to be signing. Okay. Who do you see holding all the main roster belts two years from now? Alex C. E says
1: their current combo finisher should be called Dirty Needs.
2: It's good. Pretty good. Pretty good.
1: Anyways, what's the question?
2: Who's going to hold the, the belts two years from now, main roster belts? Cruiserweight champion, Leo Rush.
1: Two years from now? I
2: mean, it'll happen sooner probably, but...
1: Uh, I'm going to say two years from now Mustafa Ali oh good good pick Yeah, I like him a lot me too um,
2: mm-hmm. universal champion AJ Styles
1: oh yeah that's a good one
2: intercontinental champion
1: it's the intercontinental belt is so weird I, got, I mean Kevin Owens had it Miz and Dolph. Dolph ain't nowhere now. Hmm, that's the toughest one to pick. For no that, is sure. there's any indication Miz is still gonna have it? Yeah, Miz, 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 Miz. Intercontinental Champion. Uh, raw Tag Team Titles.
2: Raw Tag Team. The titles. revival. They'll finally stay healthy long enough.
1: <laughs> yeah, there you to go. To get back in the good Great grace. Take two
2: years. I know. Uh, over on SmackDown,
1: WWE title. Um. WWE title on SmackDown is going to Randy Orton. Oh gosh. <laughs> no, it's going to be uh... I might have a hard time thinking of roster spots. So coming out of Summerslam, who's going to braun Braun will have it. Oh Oh be Right yeah, Braun's eventually going to be like a, like a complete top title guy. Yeah, that's what he's going to be. U.S. title. Uh, U.S. title. I'm gonna say okay for SmackDown tag team titles. I'm gonna say Street Profits. They feel immediately like SmackDown oh, yeah. guys.
2: Oh I think they're gonna
1: have it two years from now. I'm gonna say War Machine. Um, U.S. title. I'm gonna say Sami Zayn. Okay. Two years from now, he'll get it, He'll get out of that hole. Okay. Take him two years though. Huh? It'll take him a while. I'm gonna say Drew McIntyre. A year ago, I thought that Sami Zayn be fighting for the universal title this year. All, All right, Steve. Are you about ready? That. Are you ready for the greatest pro wrestling oh, trivia challenge? I mean, Alistair Black. <laughs> Heck yeah, WWE champion. K Fabe Corner. What is K Fabe Corner? Greatest Wrestling Trivia Challenge.
2: Yes, twelve names, some real, some fake. Right. Two trivia questions.
1: Right.
2: Up for vote this week. Asuka.
1: Oh, ooh, wow. And oh. Becky Lynch. Oh wow. Oscar won. Ooh. Are you ready? Number one. Yeah. Sheila Rogers. Uh, real. Fake. Good job.
2: Two Betsy Ruth.
1: Uh that's <laughs> your fake.
2: Real. Okay. Three, Doctor Monstrous. <laughs> uh That's a good one. I'll say real. Yep. Okay. Uh four. Robin Maguire.
1: Robin Maguire. Uh fake. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Five. Stephanie McIntosh. Uh fake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh six. Lou Fisto. Real? Yeah. Yeah, I've heard that one. Uh seven, Sally Stitches. Fake. Real. Wow, nice. Uh, Eight, Passion Ray.
1: Passion Ray,
2: fake. Mm -hmm. No, sorry, real. Oh, wow. Uh, Next, Haley Skater. Fake. Yeah. Yeah. Next, Crazy Sunshine. Fake. Real. Okay. Wow, Wow, that's a good one. I know. Next, Jesse McKay. Fake. Real. Wow. Lastly, Ashley Dashwood. Fake. Yeah. Okay. Who did Asuka face in her very first United States match? First match in the United States.
1: to say Alicia Fox. Mia Yim. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's interesting. Wow. -hmm. Who did Asuka
2: face in her NXT in-ring debut? Alicia Fox.
1: Dana Brooke. Oh, okay. So we got six or five? We got six. It's not great. Not a great showing It's not terrible, though, either. It's literally half of questions, anyways. Yes. So, yeah, that's it. Anyways, that's it for the show. Thanks for hanging out with us. We're going to hang out with our patrons for a little bit. Yep. And then we're going to have some lunch. Yep. Till next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Goodbye.
0: Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain, it's hard to find